Heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. This week, we're featuring Mission Accomplished, designed by friend of the show, Jeff Stormer. Folks might recognize Jeff from his podcast, Party of One, where he features actual plays of two-player sessions of role-playing games. You also might recognize him as the only viable candidate for Olive Garden's official LARP designer. And if you've listened to his story, you know the Olive Garden are cowards for not naming him such. But we're not here to talk about those aspects of Jeff's pedigree. We're here to talk about his newest game, Mission Accomplished. Mission Accomplished combines the setting of espionage thrillers with office politics. Like James Bond meets office space, or more on the nose, Archer. It's quick to learn, easy to play, and the perfect comedy game for a group that doesn't have a lot of time. Before we get rolling on the show, I wanted to remind everybody that One Shot is in the middle of a Patreon drive. Right now, we're looking ahead to a goal of $7,500 a month, at which point we'll unlock the first episode of our Bin Bon and Jubna sequel series. We're looking ahead to our big goal, though. At $8,500 a month, we are going to be able to return the campaign podcast to a weekly schedule. And since this drive is going through the end of December, we have a long time to try and hit that goal. In addition to great things like the Bin Bon and Jubna sequel series, one-shot patrons also get other rad benefits. Like at the $15 a month level, you qualify for the one-shot book club. And until the end of the week, our book club book is still the amazing horror role-playing game, Dread. So if you like what you hear on OneShot, I urge you to consider supporting us by heading over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and joining us as a backer with all of that out of the way i'll see you in the mid-roll heroes all right heroes let's meet our party for this week uh first up we've got a good friend uh a friend who you know occasionally a contentious friend and that's jim mcclure contentious that that is the introduction i'm getting from you james we've murdered each other every show on this program <laughs> more than once i'm pretty sure yes pretty frequently <laughs> yeah and and now we're being thrust into another game that encourages uh <laughs> like inter-party fighting uh this is gonna be an interesting one jim how are you doing i am doing outstanding of course hello wonderful one-shot audience of course i am jim mcclure of of third act publishing and talking tabletop when when that comes out sometimes um and uh yeah i'm also the publisher of the game that we are going to be playing today called mission accomplished so i'm doing outstanding uh just a quick little thing i played this game at metatopia last year and it was my favorite game that i played and i had to to wrangle down the designer of it and be like jeff we need to make your thing a real thing and uh we're now live on kickstarter and we're funded and it's great and today we're gonna have a lot of fun with it and that man has been wrangled. He is with us today, but right now he's tied up uh, because otherwise he will escape. Uh, so we're going to get around to introducing the rest of the party first. And next up is Megan Dornbrock. Megan. Hey, it's been a hot minute since I've been here. Yeah, How's it's it been a while. I think the last time we had you on was probably Ryutama. Oh, yay. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that was so definitely been, a fun one. It's been a while, but yeah. So I, I'm Megan Dornbrock. I do modifier on the network when that comes out. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and wow. I got a, I got a one up, Jim. I played this game a week ago, and it was my favorite game that Ooh. I played a week ago. So <laughs> I didn't do anything about it, though. Not quite as high a compliment. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Last week was a very active week for RPGs. That's Mm -hmm. a heavy compliment. Little do the the listeners may know, yeah. Next up, we've got Darcy Ross. 
Hello, I'm so excited to be here as always. And I haven't gotten to play this game at all, so uh, I'm raring at the bit here. Uh, definitely, because you were the only person before the game who prepared anything. <laughs> yeah, I slaved away over this character sheet on the train this morning, and uh, reading this document that Jeff gave us, it filled me with such delight, woke me right up, so I cannot wait to see this in action. Um, and Darcy, do you have plugs that you'd like to direct our audience to? I do. For those of you who don't know me, I work with uh, Monty Cook Games as their community relations coordinator and uh, Twitch person and all around, uh, uh, you know, odds and ends. I- I'm the cleaner. I'm the cleaner for Monty Cook Games. Uh, <laughs> Every time Monty, that Monty does a murder, yeah. <laughs> and it's only a couple times, mm-hmm. Darcy comes in and mm-hmm. there's no evidence that's left behind. Yeah. Those bodies are dissolved in acid. The bones are grinded down and mixed into concrete. Concrete and, and for alchemical f- components. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my my plug is because he's a dark game sorcerer. I do want to point that out. One of the one of the uh, the greatest dark game sorcerers of our age. Jamie's uh, a liar. <laughs> Uh, so what we have going on right now is a, a Kickstarter to reprint Invisible Sun, which is a game that I've run on the uh, the one-shot Twitch uh, network with a woman with hollow eyes. So I'm really excited that this game is going to be able to get brought to more people if it funds. And I believe it is the subject of the newest actual play on the one-shot network, uh, which is a woman with hollow eyes. <laughs> it is indeed. Which is and- out right now if you're listening. Oh, Yay! Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, yeah, I had a blast with that game, and uh, I think that it, and you'll see in A Woman with Hollow Eyes, there's a lot of fun with um, small stories and uh, petty people, and so I'm, I'm like dreaming of the ways that I can make Mission Accomplished happen in Saturn. So uh, <laughs> get ready for that. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to that. But of course, we've got to make Mission Accomplished happen in the universe of Mission Accomplished, and the only way we can do that is with wrangled game designer Jeff Stormer. Jeff, welcome to One Shot. Thank you so much for having me. These chains are extremely heavy, and I'm in an unbearable amount of pain right now. Thank you. Well, I mean, it, it, it can't be that much different from the first time that we had you on One Shot. Well, actually, no. The first time you had you on One Shot, my fingers were getting burnt yes, with matches. Well, you just sort of sat back and laughed. That is correct. Oh Those are That is an accurate description of what happened. This is turnabout being fair play. But, uh, Jeff, I believe you have a couple plugs to hit the audience with before we talk about your game and start playing. Uh, I do. I am Jeff Stormer. I am the host of Party of One, which is an actual play focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Last time I was on One Shot, we played a two-player game because two-player games are a thing that are very close to my heart, which is why I've written a game that can only be played with a minimum of four players. Um, I'm also the co-host of All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by listener props. I am also the unofficial LARP designer of the Olive Garden restaurant. Yes. Uh, And this is an official call from me as the head of the One Shot Network to Olive Garden to make Jeff the official LARP designer for Olive Garden. If not, I will issue this threat. Jeff will be forced to create a LARP about Buca de Peppo. That's that's Uh, fair. We're on the table now. Which is not what you want if you are the head of Olive Garden, so get on it. I... I, my, I will take my skills where they are appreciated. That's all I will say. <laughs> but today I am the designer of Mission Accomplished, which is the role-playing game of Super Spies and Office Meetings. Uh, it is a game about corporate intrigue, about saving the world, and about sucking up to management and writing out your coworkers. It, as Jim mentioned, it is on Kickstarter, fully funded, a full-color book. We've already hit several of our stretch goals at the time of this recording. Uh, and it's a great game, and I'm really happy with it. Okay, cool. We don't even need to play it. That was, yeah, that we're was done. Yeah. and we're done. <laughs> Eight minutes. Solid. Uh, 
So, uh, Jeff, would you like to introduce us to the world of Mission Accomplished and and get us started on this beautiful game journey? Absolutely. Um, You are secret agents. You are members of the United Nations Department of High-Risk Operations. That is the Hero Department. You, your primary function is you are at war with the vast international league of larcenists, arsonists, and inventors of nefarious science. That is, you are at war with villains. Villains has unearthed an endless supply of doomsday plots, get-rich-quick schemes. Mostly and involving burning things. Mostly involving burning things, stealing Those arsonists things. arsonists were very high build. <laughs> they, they, they burn a lot of things. But um, you have saved the world, you've killed the bad guys, you've blown up the doomsday device, and you've come back. You are now in an office meeting, you are now in an office meeting with management to hash out who gets credit for what went right and who gets the blame for what went wrong. Because a few things went awry on the mission and we have to hash out who is responsible. Because it was obviously the actions of an agent on the field. Because if it was not, it was Mission Control's fault. And as Mission Control, I can assure you that Mission Control did nothing wrong. With that, all of that said, let's introduce the, the mission, that you, the, the way in which you have saved the world today. The controls for Project Sunny Skies, which is an experimental system of weather control satellites, have been stolen by rogue researcher Dr. Phileas Kincaid, with the intent of auctioning them off to the highest bidder. Villains, of course, caught wind of this, and of course infiltrated this criminal auction with several of their most elite negotiation and auctioning representatives. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to infiltrate this auction, is to prevent villains from getting a hold of these weather control satellites, because that would mean certain doomsday in the hands of an organization like Villains. Your mission, which was successful, was to recover the controls for Project Sunny Skies and stop the apocalypse from happening. You did it. You win. Mission accomplished. And that's it. We're done. Game. Hell yeah. All, All right. right. This is a great episode cool. of One Shot. Thank you, guys. Um, so now we're back in a break room. It is a Saturday morning. Uh, you've been asked to come in on your weekend. And we have to hash out a few things that went wrong over the course of the assignment. Uh... In fact, I'm going to ask us all to go around the table. I'll go first, and we'll start, and we'll just kind of move all the way around the table to name one thing that went horribly awry during this operation. To assist with this, I've given you access to a mission dossier. There will be several of these in the rule book that are basically the faces, places, people, or props and protocols that flesh out what the mission was like so that we can describe things that went horribly wrong. Uh, I will start... The inside of this ecopod, which is where Dr. Phileas Kincaid resides, an experimental sort of uh, self-sufficient biodome of the future, Kincaid was growing all sorts of elaborate, extravagant, like, you know, genetically modified plants, including world-class coffee beans. Someone stole those coffee beans from the ecopod and replaced Hero Department regulation uh, imitation coffee grounds in the break room. Morale is at an all-time high. But as Mission Control, I am expected to ensure that we are drinking the regulation coffee. I know it's not good, but we need to know who, who replaced that coffee in the break room. And we need to be able to get back to the imitation coffee grounds. Darcy, why don't you tell us one thing that went wrong during the mission? So, uh, in uh, you know, as we were exploring the ecopod, we came upon uh, the cloning vats. Uh, where all of these cloned humans and animals and plants and other things were, were being uh, uh, kept. And we don't know who did it. We don't know how. But the clones, they got out. And now they're out running about, being clones again. 
clones always escape is sort of a, but we got to know who did it this time. Sort of a clone crisis unfolding sort of on the global stage. And now we kind of have to get to the bottom of who is responsible for that. James, tell us one thing that went wrong on the mission. So Dr. Kincaid uh, has a stepson uh, that uh, was hanging out with him uh, during this auction time uh, who also uh, goes to my same college, my same university, uh, my alma mater. And uh, he is in school right now for uh, computer sciences. And he just took the the plans that Kincaid was working on uh, for Project Sunny Skies and he turned them in as his homework. And they've been integrated into the mobile app game that he's created. And so as soon as that app goes live... Everyone in the world is going to have direct control over Project Sunny Skies inadvertently through this game. It's going to be like Twitch Plays. but Yeah, the- <laughs> Twitch Plays, but the weather. Yeah, which is sort of a, a global disaster that is sort of really an eminent apocalypse situation that we don't really have control over. So you can understand why our superiors want us to sort of get to the bottom of this. Yeah, it, it, would, it, would, require, it would require the UN to shut down iTunes for a day, which... Yep. Apple has refused they to cooperate will not participate. on that one. <laughs> I mean, in defense, everything we do to save the world is really just a stall. So, you know, maybe we didn't stall as much on this one. It's fair. That's fair. I mean, the thing is, Chad has been talking about that app for years now. So, like, also the chances of him actually getting his shit together and releasing it are pretty low. But the chances of, like, an eminent apocalypse, they're looming. Yeah, yes. it's out there. Jim, what's something went wrong on the mission? Okay, and I've changed my answer slightly, so deal with it. Great. Uh, so uh, one of the things that went wrong was the fifth agent that was supposed to be there. Uh, he actually, at some point, the wires got crossed. We're not entirely sure how. And he was sent to the Biosphere in Arizona. Uh, said he had a wonderful tour there, brought back some souvenirs. Uh, but was, needless to say, a, a big part of the mission that was uh, absent as he was in Arizona taking a tour. And and you know what? Honestly, we haven't had a meeting with with 0069 because 0069 came back from the eco came back from the biosphere and just fulfilled all the objectives that were laid out for him. You know, he went, <laughs> took some photos, got some intel. Great performance. You'll note photos on the wall. Everybody, <laughs> want us all to look at this photo and know what a great agent looks like. Nice. We made a face cake out of one of those photos. <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, by the way, the cake is being served during this meeting, so yes. I apologize. Uh, We're probably not going to get any cake. I do apologize it is, for that. It is being served during this meeting. We can see it <laughs> oh, from where glass. we're sitting. Wait, it's being right served outside. but not served to us in the meeting, like just outside no. through the glass window of the door? <laughs> that would be breach of protocol were yeah. we to eat cake uh, during this meeting. People keep looking in through the blinds, cake in hand, like, oh, should we? <laughs> no, Okay. <laughs> We've been told that if the meeting gets out early, we can go get the cake. But we know <laughs> there's a specific cutoff time for that cake, too, because there are more people than slices of oh, cake. There's... And so we're all anxiously checking up on that cake, being like, oh, we might have a, we might have a chance at it. Oh, they're cutting, they're cutting big slices. They're cutting big slices uh. of cake today. Scooter, it's going to be easy because we all agree on exactly what happened. So I'm sure we'll get in and out of here really quickly. Uh, be I'm perfect. supposed to be here, so... Uh. Meg, what's something went wrong in the meeting? This cake thing hurts me. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Ecopod 
the very large and expensive ecopod that powered by a nuclear reactor. Sure, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of part of the problem, isn't it? We yeah. we didn't want it to blow up. That was that was an explicit thing that we didn't want to have happen, and it just kind of did. It's gone now. It it's is gone. gone. Now. Yep. We got we the had... coffee came out, the po- the clones came out, and then it exploded. And we've had to cordon off a lot of Montana. Montana's basically locked down now. Oh. No big gloss there. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So now that we know how the mission has gone wrong, let's meet our agents. Let's meet the agents that saved the world. I'm going to ask from you five pieces of information. Your name, which is your best buy name, uh, your pronouns, your job in the department, the reason that we hire you, why you're the best in the world at what you do, how you contributed to the mission's primary objective, that objective being recover the controls of Project Sunny Skies, and a fun fact, because we're really more of a family here in the Hero Department. We're not so much co-workers as we are family members, and we want to get to know you as a person. So, let's introduce Darcy first. Darcy, introduce us to your agent. Uh, hello, this is Indigo Darling. I use they, them pronouns. I was hired here uh, and, and put on this mission op because I am an expert in uh, grant acquisition, facilitation, um, upkeep. I really, I'm very good at forms. I'm on top of things. And uh, I'm also pretty good at uh, seeking out external funding for these ops. So with the, with the prospect of this auction, uh, my contribution was that I... Uh, converted one of the chief villains who was attending this auction, Big Spender, to uh, become our criminal funder mm. instead of their criminal funder. So now Big Spender uh, is going to be, uh, you know, underwriting one of our ops in the future. So that's my big win. Uh, a fun fact about me is that um, uh, I am... I am a well-known local bowling champion. Uh, of course, I don't go by Indigo over there. Everyone there knows knows me simply as Spitfire. Wait, you're Spitfire. You're the Spit. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna give you a commendation dice for that. Commendation dice are purely are. are... And the reason that that Jeff knows about Spitfire um, and yeah. doesn't know that doesn't make the connection to Indigo is because when Indigo took their photo. It's like extremely blurry. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they took a photo because they bowled a perfect 300. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, commendation dice are how our uh, automated promotional program, our app, is going to determine who is most likely suited for a promotion coming out of this meeting. There is a promotion on the table, you know, the one with the corner office and the floor to ceiling windows. Ooh. But unfortunately, because of all the things that went wrong. Or in my case, to full time. Uh, <laughs> yes, possibly a full time promotion on the table. Um, unfortunately, because of all the things that went wrong, we do have to hold someone accountable. Somebody is going to have to be burned or executed or shipped <laughs> off to Siberia by the end of this meeting. We'll get there. It's not. It's sort of mostly paperwork. We'll get to the bottom of it. But I'm going to give you a citation dice for being really just a staple of the community. The, the, spit, the spitfire in our meeting. This is truly impressive. I love that Hero grades on a curve for everything that they do. Somebody gets burned and somebody gets promoted. Right. <laughs> it's standard standard meeting protocol. You know, you've been in one meeting, you've been in all of them. James, introduce us to your agent. Uh, yes. My uh, agent's name is Shane Scooter Philippiak. Uh, he goes by he, him pronouns. His code name, though, or at least what he believes is his code name, is The Intern. His specialty, 
he is the office intern. <laughs> and he remembers the Wi-Fi password. Uh, on this uh, mission, uh, Dr. Kincaid, as a last-ditch effort to get revenge on the hero organization, spoofed the credentials, the communication credentials of Mission Control uh, and actually sent an order to Mission Control uh, to activate Project Sunny Skies, which would have been a certain doomsday event. Thankfully, uh, I did not follow that order, uh, and I've been commended for that. However, I, I didn't follow that order because Shane literally never checks his email. Mm. Ha, has never checked it. Actually doesn't know how to log into his own email account. Uh, uh, he's, he's at this point too embarrassed to ask for help with that. Um, and he's afraid it'll get him in trouble. Uh, so he just ignored that order and saved the world because of that. Can Wait. I tell an honest, true story, just it really quickly, a <laughs> difficult story? Oh, no. I worked in an office for two years and did not know my voicemail password. I'm not mm -hmm. even joking. And I just would literally, anytime I missed a call, just call that number back because it had gone way too far that I just couldn't bring it in. 100% true story. I, yep. I, I had a goal. We had a goals management system at my office job that like was broken for, I want to say three to four years. And I, I, I would bring it up in me in one-on-ones with my boss and she would say, just email it and have them fix it. We never fixed it. I, would, I never <laughs> sent that email. Cause I was like, I don't know um, if it's the right email. And uh, for for uh, a fun fact about Scooter is he once won a trophy for beer pong at his fraternity due to disqualification. Mm. Well, you know what? Um, actually, if this is an important question, my my, my my last question for you is: It password one two three is the pat is the P capitalized? Uh, uh, just try both. All right, I'm gonna, all right. Hold on a second. <laughs> Yeah, the P was capitalized. That's a commendation dice for you. That's a, that's a commitment to excellence. We appreciate you being thorough in this. Uh, Jim, introduce us to your agent. Uh, yeah, hi, everyone. Uh, Chip Chapman here. Uh, you you, you know, probably know me from the four-day Labor Day uh, sale in Albuquerque. Uh, mm -hmm. Chip Chapman's a used car salesman. Uh, he goes by his uh, uh, he-him pronouns, goes by his original name because it's good for branding, you know. Uh, and he's here because he's a negotiation and climate control expert. Uh, climate control being like he yells a lot at his son for changing the thermostat in the house. Uh, and he put that on his resume as climate control specialist, and that's what sort of got him in here uh, on this particular mission, uh, his uh, his his uh, little known or his, his fun fact uh, he he makes and brings popcorn everywhere because the smell of popcorn puts people in the buying mood, and he always wants people in the <laughs> buying mood. So uh, yeah, family functions, the dentist, wherever he's always bringing popcorn. Solid, solid. Well, you know we appreciate you providing popcorn for the meeting. Uh, the smell of popcorn butter, it, it is a very poorly ventilated office room, so it's a little unbearable right now. But you know what? That's a fun snack because that cake is really running low. So why don't you take a commendation dice for that? Appreciate Everyone it. Everyone, please enjoy some movie theater butter popcorn. The popcorn is free, not unlike our financing. Nope. Uh, and last but not least, Meg, introduce us to your agent. All right. So my agent uh, is returning, uh, Dennis Birch, and Dennis uses he, him pronouns. And suddenly understands why he does so much online shopping at the office. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's see. The dentist's specialty. He's an accountant, uh, was recently promoted, so is now lower middle management. 
and um, their hero moment on this mission. Dennis carried the duffel bag full of money. That's that's a valuable skill. Dennis is management and has nothing to prove to the rest of you scrubs. So <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's valuable. Fun fact about Dennis, uh, they are a big fan of Kaiju Big Battle, particularly a French toast stand. So oh, I mean who's not? Yeah. Who's, who isn't? Yeah. I, I gotta say, we went out for Kaiju Big Battle last weekend. It was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Dennis, take a commendation dice. And also, because you are a turning agent from a previous operation, uh, I have to ask you an important question. Did you receive a promotion in your previous operation? I did. Thank you. Take an extra commendation dice for showing a commitment to personal development. Now, Jeff, I, I don't want to peel back the curtain too much, sure. but we did cover some of this before we started recording. There's another question that accompanies yes. um, the, the returning agent. The other thing. two questions are, Did you have you have you performed a mission in which you were not promoted? No. If you If you answer... If you had answered yes to that, you would have to take a citation dice for each unsuccessfully promoted mission. Oh, my because gosh. That's poor, because that's poor personal development. Right. That's showing that you're content in your current job, which what we don't want in the organization. Also, were you killed, burned, or sent to Siberia in a previous in a previous mission? I was not. If you had said yes, you would also receive a citation dice because <laughs> it's poor efficiency having to reveal, dramatically reveal that you've come back from the dead and explain how you came back from Siberia. It's a lot All of it's that inefficient. paperwork. It's mm-hmm. poor. It's poor time management. So uh, we have the last and most important part of the operation. I've asked you to do this in advance, but uh, what what happens now is you are going to anonymously report. On your coworkers, you are going to rat out your coworkers. Everyone is going to look to their left. Everyone is going to look to their right. You are going to tell me one thing the person to your left did that really, really helped the mission. One thing the person to your right did that really, really bungled the operation. You are going to anonymously pass them to me. I have collected them in front of me. And we are now going to run through the meeting as quickly as possible. We really do want to get to that cake. I know, I know, it's... It's it's it's. They're already halfway through. Oh, they're going through it so quickly. They're they're definitely cutting to the big slices. We told them to, to cut minimal size slices, but they're not listening. There's a regulation slice size, and Adams not took more it. than one piece. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I, of course it was Adams. Of course it was Adams. Right? We're all in agreement. Oh my god. Okay, Ugh. I'm gonna try to run through this as quickly as possible because I want that cake as much as anyone. So, um, obviously. We have a lot to go through. We have a lot of stuff happening. My reports indicate we have a lot of stuff happening at the auction, so it's going to be kind of figuring out what's happening in what order. But uh, I want to start with a few things that happened before the operation. Obviously, we mentioned that uh, 0069 was not deployed to the Biodome, was deployed to the Biosphere in Arizona. Yeah, yeah different Had a place. a lovely time. Different place. Um, we suspect, as, as, as the four of you were kind of you know, the five of you were kind of in charge of facilitating this operation. We suspect that somebody was sent to the wrong location. This this seems like it's a mishap on your parts. Does anybody have any leads or people they suspect might be responsible for sending 0069 to the wrong place? Um, Google, I'd say. Google? That's a big one. I'm Is this SAS? I'm usually responsible for uh booking a lot of the travel uh that happens. And I Googled Biodome or whatever, and the one that came up was the Arizona thing, so I just bought tickets for there. Okay, great. So um, well, it was Google Google had a did you mean, and usually I did mean, so I just, I just sort of clicked that. So I'd say this one's on Google. That's fair. 
That's that's a that's a commendation dice for a commitment to excellence. For a personal development, really believing in yourself and saying, yes, I did mean that. Don't let the app tell you what you believe. That said, if you purchased five tickets, that also seems like poor fiscal management. I'm now going to have to cite you for purchasing five <laughs> tickets to the wrong location. Now, obviously the question is, so we, we know that t- the wrong tickets were purchased, which means there's a follow-up question. Who purchased the right tickets to the Biodome? <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, if we look at it honestly, I mean, I, I've been to the Biosphere. The Biosphere is great. Uh, good family times. Uh, you know, took little Jack there. We had, had a great time. Uh, got a T-shirt, got a hat with a spinny thing on it, you know, saving the environment, all that good, good, good stuff. But uh, if we're talking about tickets and ticket issues and ticket purchasing, this sounds to me, I've had a lot of experience with middle managers, sounds to me like could be a middle management issue, not pointing any fingers here. Mm-hmm. Middle oh, management yeah. issue. Possibly. Who knows? Possibly. Possibly. That's that's true. I do I do tend to do the purchasing now for the uh, for the travel and things like that. And so yeah, to the to the biodome biosphere. Which one's the right one? Biodome <laughs> is the correct one. Uh, we need you to keep yeah. this straight, Dennis. Mo- we need Montana, you to keep this straight. Yeah, uh, the tickets to Montana. Let's let's go with that. I, I knew where we needed to go geographically. I may not always remember what the place is called. Then but, my my yeah. question to you then is why. Was Scooter buying the tickets originally if it was your responsibility? I, I yeah, did send out an email really letting people know that I was doing the purchasing for our trip. Uh, Scooter? Did you get that email? What? Yeah, yeah um, we, we, uh, we, we talked about it in the meeting, and I know uh, one thing was said, and I f- sent a follow-up email clarifying that uh, I would actually be purchasing the tickets for the trip. Well, see, I usually... Um... I usually, when I get an order, mm-hmm. I just do it right away. Um, so if there was a miscommunication issue, it sort of feels like maybe that's not my fault. Mm. Mm. No, that's that's a commitment to excellence. This sort of feels like maybe, maybe Dennis, you should have been the one sort of on top of that and really not be sending sort of multiple. We, we, this is your middle management now. Our expectations of you are much higher. We need you to be managing your team. This seems like poor team spirit. I'm going to have to issue you a citation for this. That seems like poor hmm. team spirit. Yeah, it doesn't feel Sigma 6. It doesn't feel Sigma 6. <laughs> so I, I just want to I just want to clarify then. Uh, <laughs> instead of instead of uh, following up through emails, would Mission Control prefer that we do that we schedule a follow up meeting? Yes, that would be ideal. Actually, great question. Okay. Take a commendation dice for showing great. respect for great. authority. For not just not just going out and doing, but checking in with mission control first. That's that's a valuable skill, and I would like everyone to note that's good respect for authority. I value that in in a coworker. And so, and Dennis, I just just want to say from from my perspective, uh, I'm very much appreciative of buying the exit row seating. Uh, that was it's extra three inches of legroom. It's luxurious. It's great. I would keep that all day long if we could just make that an action item for all future travels. That would be fantastic. Great team spirit. Take a commendation dice for that. That's great. That's great. That's a great compliment to a coworker. So, uh, I want to throw it over Thank to Indigo. You. Indigo, I have here a report that uh, you were able to compile a uh, you were able to compile a ironclad list of shell companies that would allow the FBI to permanently dismantle the Kincaid organization. I guess my question to you is, uh, who gave you the go ahead to do that? <laughs> and, and and did you feel like that was sort of during the operation assignment or did you feel like that was sort of you 
sort of going rogue and saying I'm going to do things my own way. I never go rogue. I am the letter of the law, not the spirit. Uh, I, I, there is a there is a guide from 1976 in which it laid out a specified protocol for dismantling organizations to speed up mission ops. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could, you know, sort of cut off their funding really early on, then you know. Uh, we may have a much more efficient mm-hmm. uh, sure. operation because it will be shortened, right? This auction, you know, if it, if it if I was able to uh, dismantle it, we never would have had to, uh, you know, engage in any of the activities that um, some of which some people may not have carried out to their full best selves. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that I was in the right in, uh, in doing that. And That's I... I uh, um, Third? I look forward to continuing to serve in a. Uh, and why were you looking way? at me when you were saying some people? What? Is this most of the most of the thing that you just said? You were saying to management, and then you sort of stopped in the middle, and you like looked over at me. Well, Scooter, um, we I, do have something here. We do have a report here that uh, you undertook. You caused something that we're referring to as the pancake incident. Uh, I'd, exactly. love, I'd love an explanation of that in a moment, but first I am going to offer a citation to Indigo. Sometimes you got to go rogue, Indigo. Yes. Sometimes you got to go rogue. But also a commendation <laughs> dice for showing a real commitment to efficiency. But I just want you to know, you don't have Tough to be affair. the letter of the law. You don't have to be the letter of the law all the time. Are, are, are we Are we just going to – I just can't let this this pass up. This is something we have to uh, address. You know, you, you all know me, Chip Chapman. I call a spade a spade, and, and right now there's a spade that needs to be called a spade. And Indigo, you, you said you don't go rogue. And uh, while I hear the words that you're saying, they don't exactly jive with the concepts that I'm seeing because uh, Thursday night, uh, you're never around. Uh, no one knows where you are. You vanish. You disappear. You are not to be seen. And I know this because we've had movie nights. We had a bowling night that it, it, it looked like you were a, it, 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 a war vet looking at a thousand-yard stare, and we said we were going to have a bowling night. None of us know where you go. None of us know what you do. How how can we how can we support? How can we trust you? How can we how can we bring this this team closer together to brokering a deal of friendship? Um, I am so glad you asked that. Let us talk about going rogue, my friend uh, Chip Chapman. Um, I I want to. I think this plays into a bigger theme that I'm seeing about us, and I, I think this is the perfect place to break it open. Um, you said that you had visited the bio the the biodome. Uh, oh, that's correct. Yes, it. yep. Good times. Good time. Good family um, environment. Did you think that that might have been something you wanted to disclose to your team who was planning to infiltrate it? Ooh. I was I was pulling out the forms about the the layout. You could have given me so much information about the exits. Uh, what were you even doing there? Also, remember those guys recognized you? Let me be <laughs> very clear for any state automotive authorities listening. I always fully disclose all information at all times. Let's for the record. Please, uh, Mr. Coordinator, write that down and Chip, make sure that Chip, the record take a commendation nice for that because that is that is what we're looking for in this organization. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, and and did, I, did did you file a disclosure form with us before we went on this mission, Chip? I I don't remember getting one from you. Uh, my, I, my, my, I think actually the first that we heard of it is when the picture of you and your family mm-hmm. popped up on the social media feed that was broadcast on the big screen at the auction. Mm-hmm. And everybody saw you and then saw the version of you that had the fake mustache and they sort of, 
they knew what we were doing. Listen, our dealership that has a 3.3 star rating out of 5 on Google is all you need to know about how trustworthy I am. We are a full .12 stars now, above any other salesman mm. in the state. Now, 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 here's where I have to put my foot down a little bit. We can't have you plug in your business during visit. You are, you are here I, in the yep. hero department. I, You're I, here. I you got to be at work. I can't. You can't be. You can't be talking about freelance work outside of work during work hours. That is an ethics Taking and your compliance issue. That, that's poor team spirit. Is what that is, Chip. That's you saying your prospects outside of work are more important than they are here. In that's defense, in defense, <laughs> I, I see. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. You know, we're we're going we're going tit for tat here in our negotiation. In defense, <laughs> when I'm selling cars, I'm talking about this organization too. Always doing both jobs all the I, time. We value that. We well, that's odd. No, that's actually gonna no. I'm keeping my eye on you, Chip. That's fair. Keep my eye on that, you. That, 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 that's fair. You keep your eye on me. I'll keep my eye on you. All right, good. This is good. This is a good partnership we have going on right now. Hey, heroes! Welcome to the mid roll. I want to start out by giving a huge thank you to everyone who came out to see me at a catacon. And Metatopia. I can't remember if I actually thank people on air for coming out to Metatopia, but it was so wonderful meeting everybody. Going to so many cons in a row is exhausting, but it's worth it to meet everyone who listens to the show. You all really brighten my life. One of the reasons that I'm able to afford to go to so many cons is the one-shot Patreon. The Patreon funds every aspect of what our network does. From hosting our shows, to paying the rent on our production studios, and buying all the equipment we send out to our hosts who don't live in Chicago. It's also my primary source of income and how I live. Right now, I make well under minimum wage for the work that I do for the network, but I'm hoping to change that. If you like the work that we do here on OneShot, on Campaign, or anywhere else across the network, please consider supporting what we do. We've also got another great way of supporting OneShot shows that we just rolled out, called Radvertisements. If you've always wanted to put a personal or professional message on a one-shot program, now is your opportunity. You can head over to the Contact Us section of the OneShot website at oneshotpodcast.com and book yourself a radvertisement. For $100, you can put a personal message on the show and shout out to friends, family, loved ones, or whatever. And if you want to support a brand or business, for $200, you can do the same. Booking a advertisement is easy, and you can even pick the date that you want your message to air. The first advertisements are going to be airing in December, but you can book them right now over at OneShotPodcast.com. Before we get back to our episode, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. First up is Craig Shoesmith. Thank you so much, Craig. Vans88, thank you very much. David Brewer, thank you so much for your support. Chelsea Wong, thank you so much. Mitchell Hargreaves, thank you. J. Brandon Massengill, thank you. R. Michael Moraway, thank you so much. Elliot Craggs, thank you. Scotticus, thank you so much. Tentacle Duck, uh, thank you. I wonder if you're related to Muller Duck at all. Paul Borer, thank you. Tucker Maltby, thank you so much. Carl Spar, thank you. Carnival, thank you very much. Invaged, thank you very much. Colin C., thank you so much for your support. JV, thank you. Charles Summerhill, thank you so much. April Zola Emerson, thank you. And Jonathan Levine, thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon already. I hope to read a lot more names by the end of our Patreon drive. With all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Now, I want to go back to the pancake incident. Because there's a lot of questions uh, about the Before we incident. go to the pancake thing, um... 
I also want to point out that Chip's dealership bought a memorial brick in the bio dome and sphere thing. And like, isn't that kind of like funding our enemies or whatever? Okay. Chip, the, would you like mm-hmm. to explain that? Uh, yeah, I absolutely would. Uh, it, it, it's a good thing for the community. Uh, the, the Biosphere is not a terrorist organization. That was the the wait Biodome. No, that was a terrible movie. Um, what, what was no, the thing? The Biodome is where we're at. Technically, <laughs> the Biosphere is in Arizona. The Biosphere is in Arizona. I bought a brick in the Biosphere, and because we support the community, we take care of things. Uh, it is also there was a memorial brick in the Biodome. <laughs> that is also true. Uh, that is is an accurate <laughs> statement. But I was getting there, and the fact is, when that transaction occurred, you see, that was before there was new management, and then the laws changed, and then I became a secret agent, and all of that was just right there in that big soup. So Mm. while that seems like something I should have told you up front, it's really your fault for not knowing. Also, that is, you know what, Scooter? That is poor team spirit for not not knowing these things in advance. That's going to be a citation. Everyone no. we killed also had one of his business cards on them. Mm. I, I feel like this just furthers the argument that we need to to go back to the discussion about Chip getting a secret agent name mm. that is separate from your business name. Chip isn't cool. It's not a. It's not cool to say. Chip is the coolest. Chip. What? What? Okay. Not like intern. Just all right, everyone. We need to bring it in. Okay. I don't want to have to deploy an anarchy dice right now, but I will. You know, if I, I have think to. some coffee would really bring us together. Popcorn. Uh, oh yeah, I'll go. I'll go get some. I'll go get some coffee. Uh, we 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 have coffee in the room. It is regulation hero department coffee. I know what you're all doing. You're all trying to get that fancy biodome coffee, the genetically engineered super coffee. But we are drinking hero department regulation imitation coffee grounds in this because that is what that is what we oh, purchased. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, I was getting the regulation coffee, and it spilled over? Oh, well, now no I'll one just gets go coffee. Get, I'll Chip? just go out. No, I'll just that's, go a, out that's get... a citation? Because now no one gets coffee. Get some cake. Get some cake. Don't you yeah. dare get that cake. Don't you dare get that cake. Uh, the doorknob is gone? It, <laughs> it melded into the door? I can't, I can't leave the room to get the coffee. That's right. That's, that, that, that's a good sales tactic right there. there Disappearing now, doorknob, the... that's where it's at. Just as a sensory experience, I want us all to note that now the smell of the room is spilled coffee on the floor mixed with movie (laughs) theater butter. Hot butter popcorn. And hot butter popcorn. People are still still peeling back the blinds and, like, kind of signaling, like, did you guys want cake? Did you want us to bring (laughs) you cake? Like, Axe body spray. (laughs) Yeah, there's some Axe body spray in the air. Scooter. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so who did it? I'm not playing around anymore. Who did it? Who who brought that co- who brought the coffee grounds? Who said that the coffee that we buy isn't good enough? Who said the coffee that I buy isn't good enough for our organization? Um well, I, y- you you did. No, I well, bought our no, regulation. I coffee. mean, you you said you said that though? You said that the coffee isn't good? Well, it's not good. Week? That's fair. It's not good, but you it's said what it we during buy. during the meeting? It's under well, it, uh, it's under budget is what it is. Ms. But just before, but I saw I think I saw Dennis in Hall F. Uh, Hall F is where Dennis used to work, but mm-hmm. now you're up in lower middle management. So uh, I don't know what you were doing around there, but there is a storeroom where one might be uh, storing things. The evidence locker. That is the evidence locker. Scooter. There. That's going to be two commendation dice. One 
for remembering what I say, for showing respect for authority, and for knowing the layout of the office. That's a commitment to excellence. That's you doing your job to the best of your abilities. Dennis, would you like to explain if you happen to be storing anything in the evidence locker? Uh, sure. The The storage in, in Hall F, um, man, I, I kind of didn't want to bring this up, but, um, you know, we, we've got office supplies up, up in the, the management suite, but the uh, the locker in Hall F just has the, the post-it notes, the green ones that are... Sure. They're my favorite. Like, let's... I'll be honest. I, I, I prefer them. They they look so much nicer, uh, and and I, I tend to just go back to Hall F to get the green ones. And that's, that's what you're... That's what you're... That's what you're finding in Hall F. Mm-hmm. It's not the pocket-sized dinosaur that you purchased for a beautiful crim- <gasps> female criminal auction attendee exceeding your daily per diem? Was that that Butch Fatal? Was that that Butch Fatal? It Fatale? was that Butch Fatal you were looking so at. so tall. <laughs> Is this, wait, is this, this an anonymous report? She had arms like It was an like anonymous Drew report Trump's. that we received that you purchased a pocket dinosaur for a beautiful Butch Fatale criminal auction attendee exceeding your, your per diem. It was one of those cloned micro dinosaurs we saw. Uh, it's, really it's hot pronounced dinosaur. I'm pretty sure. That's how management just pronounced it. So. Dinosaur. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, wait, hold on. Are you making fun of me? Was that it? Was that it? Was that sass? No, that's just what you said, so I assume that that's the correct pronunciation. There Great respect for authority. Commendation dice for that. <laughs> Scooter. Oh, my God. Um, well, I, I mean, I couldn't just get a regular dinosaur. I had, to get, I had to get the Stegosaurus, and those are more expensive because of all the little things on the back, but... That's 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 her favorite. Yes, I. How these dinosaurs are priced by the amount of things they've got on their backs. <laughs> Ladies and gents, you don't want to miss this one, do I? Here, one million dollars. Mm-hmm. And and listen, Indigo, you saw her then, right? Oh, oh yeah. So okay. You get me. I mean, we all saw her. She was standing head and shoulders above everyone else in the room. She's so tall. Those wide shoulders. Okay. You know what? Here's. That's going to be a commendation dice, Dennis. It, 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 is, for, it, for, is it a commendation dice? She could, be, she could hey. be a valuable asset. Chip, Chip, that's a citation dice for intro- interrupting me. I, I will take that, but I, I would have filed I want to file I, a, a, a complaint because that tiny stegosaurus has been shitting on my desk for the last <laughs> week and a half. I have so many more dice to hand out. Have you, you ever cleaned up a stegosaurus? a second... I will hand you a second dice and a second do I will me. throw stegosaurus poop at you. <laughs> oh. You brought it into the meeting room? Yes, it's evidence. Oh, now it-, it is evidence. Oh, that's what that other smell <laughs> yep. was. Yep. No. God. Oh, God. God. We all thought it was axe. Nope, stegosaurus poop. <laughs> all right. But also, Dennis. Wait. Wait, these aren't raisinets? <laughs> oh, buddy. It buddy, tastes no. the same, but. Buddy, I'm gonna have to cite you for not paying attention. They are to your genetically engineered to have very good tasting. Uh, they do uh, taste like pellets. they do taste like raisinets, but that's definitely not sanitary. <laughs> Dennis, mm-hmm. that's poor fiscal management. You're a manager now, so that's also gonna be a citation dice. Okay. Chip, do not interrupt me again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where were we? 
I don't think we ever got to the the end of the the pancake incident. I believe there's an apology on the table for the pancake incident. We're not. Is, we don't have before time. Before we get to the pancake incident, really quick, uh, Scooter, it's I your just, pancake incident. You are yeah, responsible. but really quick though, really quick before we get to the pancake incident, uh, I just wanted to bring up uh, something because we were sort of talking about Chip uh, mm-hmm. really sure. quick. Uh, Chip was my direct supervisor for part of the mission, and I. Uh, had to do some shredding of some things, obviously, and like that didn't go super great, and I just felt unsupported by I, my my manager. I do I do have a report that 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 exactly maps this, which is why I'm going to issue you a citation dice real quick for you don't don't expose your anonymous reports. Those are important that you maintain your anonymity. That's how we enforce our non-retaliation policy. But also, I just didn't th- think it'd have to be good at that in an espionage organization. <laughs> <laughs> but also. That requires bravery and vulnerability. That's also going to be a commendation, guys. We appreciate that. We appreciate you doing this, Chip. Can you explain? Can you can can you can you explain before we get to the pancake incident what happened? Can you explain America? Can you explain an eagle flying on the wind? This is not I mean, an efficient use of our time. Uh, that's aerodynamics, literally. Fly. Yeah. Well, now hold on, everyone. Let's see where this goes. Scooter seems very shaken by this. Maybe maybe this is the team spirit moment we've been looking for where Scooter can apologize for the pancake incident. Chip can apologize for, for, for not supporting Scooter as a manager. And maybe we all grow as a team. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, before we get to the pancake incident, I'd well, really I'd like, like the Well, hold on. Chip, would you like to apologize to Scooter? I won't apologize for America because America was founded on accidents and mistakes. And if you didn't allow people to have accidents and mistakes, then you would not have this great country. And and you know what I apologize? Oh, we're a UN force. <laughs> we are technically a United Nations department. <laughs> Chip or Scooter? I keep getting the two of you mixed up. Scooter, it's a commendation dice. That's great for knowing where you're at. Where you're at. <laughs> knowing where you're at. Knowing the layout of the office. Yep. Got get, the things that Scooter's make got a great spy. head on his shoulders. Got a great head on his shoulders. Going to do great in this company. Promoted. And, and that is why I trusted Scooter. I gave him all of the opportunity. I gave him a platform for him to be himself. And great. he decided to shred evidence with that platform. Great. That's great. You know what? That is great management. That's going to be a commendation dice for, dice for Chip. I feel like well, it seems like growing. we resolved those. Those, yeah, it feels uh, like we're, we we're resolved. cooking along. This is really great uh, management of this meeting. Let's move on to the next item. Yeah, let's move on to the next item, if, which is the pancake if, incident. Thank you. No, no, we, we we resolved. I think we just resolved pretty much all the nodes that we were talking about, and we're making really good time. <laughs> and I I think uh, I think that's really just due to your keen eye on things. Well, thank you. That means that's that's really great. We appreciate that. Yeah. Not giving you a dice for that, but I appreciate it. I mean, sure, sure, yeah, but let's just move on to the next node. All right, great. I'm going to talk to. Uh, I'm going to talk to Indigo. <laughs> we are not going to address the fact that I ate pancakes with raisins in them. We're not talking about this. Wait, was that the pancake? And we already resolved. That. No, we did not. We. They had to close down that entire IHOP. Yes. I'm, I just want to put that out there. I thought they were raisinets. Why would you put raisinets you in You all pancakes? saw that I thought they were raisinets until this meeting right here. Chip. Chip. 
Did you actually file that you got the wrong pancakes at an IHOP as an official business item? Yes. Uh, you now listen. that on the agenda so that we had to address it. We had to black bag all of those IHOP employees. <laughs> and so I was led to believe that these complaints were confidential. IHOP had to, yeah. IHOP had to rebrand as IHOP, <laughs> the International House of Breakfast, because of the veracity of that incident. Chip, that's going to be a citation. Nice. This is a poor way. This is a poor use of our meeting time. They have seven slices of cake left, Chip. Oh God. <laughs> seven. We can do this. Oh, Indigo. All right. Indigo, you were crucial in winning the auction. You kept a level head. When the numbers got too high, you showed extreme accounting promise with your skills. My question, how did you do this while the two of you were going to have to work this out? Because how were you able to so perfectly manage the finances while Dennis was performing a third act, 30-minute bag switch, 30-minute <laughs> bag switch fooling the bad guys into thinking they were paying for the satellite? It seems like it seems like you were spending money you didn't have, and it seems like Dennis seems like you weren't paying attention to where the auction was happening. I need to know where the two of you were and how you were coordinating this, because it's either very impressive or it's citation territory for the both of you. <laughs> no, no, I I think this I, I I guess I'm not entirely sure where the uh, where the misunderstanding is coming in because. Uh, you know, we we did have the bag of money that I was holding on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I very well, by the way. Thank you very did much. I, I let Indigo take point on actually mm-hmm. participating in the auction, making our our bids and, and that sort of thing. Uh, and you know, we had a decoy bag, and and just we we coordinated it. We we rehearsed this choreography ahead of time. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Indigo made the the winning bid. Uh, we did it to a playlist to sort of make sure we got the time down. Yeah, that was uh, fun. what was that song we set it to? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What was that song we set our, our rehearsal oh, to? Oh, Gangnam Style. Mm. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm. Yep. Classic. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. We we like the hits over here. Uh, so classic. We believe in fun along the way at the Hero Department. What can I say? Exactly. And and so so Indigo went to make the payment. I switched the bags. The bad guys think they get the money. We've won the auction. Indigo did a really great job. Um, it, it went off without a hitch. Just what we wanted to have happen. There was that one... The only thing that I would say... Uh, about our plan that mm-hmm. didn't go perfectly to note because we rehearsed that Gungam style, you know, uh, yeah. choreography so hard. <laughs> we did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, the the stepson of uh, Dr. Kincaid Chad, uh, sure. sort of emerged unexpectedly into the auction around that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that is where, you know, we couldn't have planned for that. And it didn't really impact our side of the uh the mission, mm-hmm. but that is where some aspects of the mission did go awry. Now, yeah, well, he's 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 younger. He's very judgy. I felt very judged for our yes. choice in choreography. Is that, he, that is threw he a teen? me a little. Is he a teen? Because teens he, are very judgy. He's a youth for sure. I oh, I don't oh, know what don't. to do around youths. I'm not a youth guy. No. So great. That's going to be uh, two commendation dice each. One for a commitment to excellence, and one for for uh, a really efficient use of your time, and a citation dice. Because you know what I didn't hear in your in your in your playlist planning, didn't hear the name Scooter and Chip. Didn't hear, <laughs> didn't hear a lot of didn't hear a lot of full team involvement. Seemed like mm. the two of you were a team, but we're a four person. team. Yeah, they've been hanging out a lot. A lot. <laughs> sort of. Well, if some people had a sense of rhythm, yeah. you know, I can't I can't teach people to dance. I can't 
you know, teach choreography. You have to feel the music in your heart. I mean, it's hey, all numbers. Work- I've got kind of a related <laughs> note that I'd like to talk about. Uh, sure. Because I, I feel this is the appropriate venue. Uh, it sort of seems like since Gangnam Style, there hasn't been a real party rock anthem that's like seized mm-hmm. the cultural zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like maybe villain has something to do with that, right? Yeah, that's probably. Ooh. That's a great observation. That's something we're going to investigate later. Despacito was Song of the Summer two summers in the row. <laughs> Oof. Are, are that you suggesting me a evil. creative deficit? <laughs> That seems, you know what? There seems like there's a missing song of the summer there. We're going to file that in a future operation. Great head on, again, Scooter, great head on your shoulders. Really appreciating this. Now, we have Chip on the field. Or rather, we have Chad. We have Chad Kincaid in the mix. Mm-hmm. This is where I want to throw it over to Chip. Because it says your knowledge of climate control and your use of cool facts directly led to Chad Kincaid using his stepdad's research in his app made it sound too cool. Uh, this is a lot to process. <laughs> okay. Is it true? Just yes or no. Did you form a father-son bond with Chad Kincaid, filling the role of Chad's distant stepfather, Phileas Kincaid, allowing him to chase his dreams? Listen, when two people are together and they're looking at a thermostat and they have a choice to make between 71 and 72 degrees... Okay, bonds are yeah. made during that time period. Bonds that last a lifetime. Okay, that's that's mm-hmm. powers way beyond anything that any of us can control. However, we were instructed not to fall in love on this mission, and that love includes a familial bond or a familial-like bond between you and Chad. Then in that case, commendation dice. That's a great, great observation. Great knowledge of the rules. That's a commitment to excellence. That's a commendation dice. And I feel that I have to come forward and say everyone did fall in love with that Butch Fatale. That is also true. We all do deserve a citation dice for that. That's right. That's a commendation dice for Team Spirit. That's holding your team accountable, Scooter. Mm. That's a great head on your shoulder. We we did include her photo in our reports, right? You did you did see this mission control? Y- yeah, I've been our names and her name. Yeah, I've been staring at this photo the entire day. <laughs> Just yeah. really, it's the whole meeting. Mm-hmm. She's so There are three strong. slices of cake left. There are three slices of cake left. Oh, okay. She could pick us all up. Yeah. Um, and that cake. At, at once. The yeah. arms. The It's just the, the uh, arms mm-hmm. are just, just jacked. Okay. I like, like being a, a sturdy truck. Spoon, but... Chip. <laughs> Commendation dice. Form that. That's team spirit is what that is. You, form, you brought somebody onto your team, not just in the organization, but in your life. That's bravery. That's beautiful. He's also filled <laughs> out an application for the team. Uh, he would like he to has. Be, he, he would like to be part of us. Uh, I do not recommend him. Wonderful son, <laughs> terrible employee. Don't worry. We've already shredded the application. Wonderful. There's sort of a conflict of interest in that we assassinated his stepfather. Yeah, and a lot of stuff got also shredded. Yeah, a lot of the, lot, shredded a lot of documents. shredded. Somebody shredded too many documents. I'm not naming names. None of the Butch Vital picks, though. No. Thank you for that. Go, mm-hmm. No, I made sure of that. They're in the cloud. We're good. <laughs> uh, we do have uh, Scooter. I do want to talk to you because, uh-huh. uh, well, we all know that the clones escaped. You know, things were getting crazy at the end of the yeah. auction. Uh-huh. We, we have it here that you assassinated one of the other agents' clone. We are certain that you assassinated a clone and not one of our agents, correct? Oh, really? Yes. That was the clone? I'm... Uh, 
Uh, Wait. That was the plan, right? Reduce redundancies, That's, I guess. You did kill a clone, right? Sure, probably. <laughs> okay. I mean, here's, do here's you know gonna... what agent it was? I do, and I, I'm going to actually throw it over to Indigo. Mm-hmm. Indigo? Yep. We need you to tell us something that only the real Indigo would know. We need you to tell us a fact about your life that only that a clone would not have access to. Where were you on... I'm just going to pick a date on a calendar. Thursday. Oh, wow, it's a Thursday. Thursday, October 4th, 2018. Where were you? At 8.30 p.m. If you look in my file, you will um, note that uh, mm. I uh, that is restricted information uh, that I don't think is uh, accessible to this team. It is something that only the real Indigo would know, uh, but I am uh, without, uh, you know, Upper management coming down on me uh, to to. Oh lift shit! That. Did I kill Indigo? You better not have. <laughs> Scooter, I think I'm going to have to give you a citation dice for killing Indigo. Maybe I killed Indigo. This this person clearly doesn't seem to know Indigo's schedule. All right, there's only one way to to prove it. Uh, no clone can can match my expertise in rolling a perfect 300 bowling game. Uh, the drop of a hat. That's fair. That's fair. All right. We've, we brought out our tiny office bowling thing. Got some I'll just set up these imitation coffee pods as pins. Solid. Okay. Just just because they're the most pin-like object in the room. That's fair. That's fair. A- apart from these Indigo? bowling pins. But they I got to get limber. I got to get limber first. But uh, give me one minute. Everyone, give Indigo space. Mm-hmm. This is the only way to know for sure if they are a clone or not. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there for the record that if we're doing 13 frames of this to prove that Indigo can do <laughs> a full perfect 300 game, those last three pieces of cake aren't going to last. You're right. <sighs> no, you're right. Nope, that's a commendation dice for efficiency. That's 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 great. A great head on your shoulders, Chip. Indigo. I think I'll be able to prove to you with just one roll of the ball. <laughs> okay, let's see what happens. <clears throat> the wind up. She's stepping back. They're stepping back. And. Wow. What? <laughs> that's that's accommodation dice for a commitment to excellence. That is. Wow. I got to I'm, I'm. That's. No clone could replicate this. That's we the, are out of uh, imitation coffee. Those pods. are not sturdy coffee pods. At no, all, they shattered. They? That's They're, a mess. Everything. Everything is ruined. It's yeah. suits are stained. It is a rough, a rough call. Okay. <laughs> so I, that's most of what I had. Looks like. Oh my god, everyone, I don't want to get everyone too excited. It looks like they saved us some cake. It looks, oh wait, no, we do have to talk about Montana being destroyed in a nuclear explosion. Oh, do we have to? I thought that part was self-explanatory. If you would love to explain it, I'd I just, real quick, we'll get out there, we'll get that cake, it'll be great. Just real quick, somebody tell me who blew up Montana. (laughs) The Ecopod. Somebody tell me who blew up the Ecopod. It was Dennis, can we all go get some cake now? <laughs> oh. Wait a second. Dennis, mm. explanation. I well, you you know how how averse I am to explosions from from uh, recent missions. I I, sure. I don't blow things up. That's not my specialty. That's fair. That is your spet is. That is true. That is a that's a great use of continuity. That's personal <laughs> development. That's a commendation. That's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, just a hypothetical situation here, um, and ultimately the results of this answer I'm going to need to take and run by my manager and then come back before I can totally promise this, uh, but if I blew up Montana, does that mean we get out of here and get cake? Um, 
commendation dice for, for understanding, for respect for authority, for understanding the sort of management structure of the organization. It would be a citation for, you know, a commitment to excellence for the untold death and destruction. Okay, 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 okay. Before we point fingers saying, this person blew up Montana, this person didn't blow up Montana, can we all just try and name even one thing that Montana has ever done? The only thing is like I can think of is Hannah at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what well, you got? And we know how that turned out. No, but I mean, yeah, okay, it's, no, fair point. Off the table. Like an efficiency, efficiency wise. It's a very low population in Montana. Yeah, that's got to be a, that's got to be a combination to scooter for, for efficiency. Because uh, frankly, I don't really feel like we need to explore this issue at all. Uh, <laughs> let's all get out there and get some. Ca- oh no, they lost. The last piece just got taken. Is that Andy? Uh, God damn it! Damn it! <laughs> But, uh, well, everybody, please relax. We'll run some numbers. We'll uh, clear out some paperwork, and we'll get us all on our way. All right. So the meeting is done, and now we're going to roll some dice. Here's how this is going to work. First thing you're going to do is you're going to roll all your commendation dice. What matters is not the sum total. It is the individual numbers you rolled from one to six. Roll those, and when you let me know when you've rolled them, and then we'll roll our citation dice and have fun math things happen. Oh, this room smells real bad. It's coffee. Real and bad. Popcorn. popcorn butter. Need more popcorn. I really need to do some poop. shopping. There was a damn stegosaurus in this story, wasn't there? <laughs> there was. With all the things on its back. Yeah. So <laughs> I like that that is how, how dinosaurs are priced. That is, that is what I've learned from this hour. <laughs> I love yep. it. If you've taken one thing from this podcast... It's price. the mission accomplished is currently on Kickstarter. You should go back. And if you've taken two things from it. If you've taken a second thing from this podcast, it's what does Montana even do? If you've taken a third thing from this podcast, it's stegosauruses are judged by the things on their back. Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And that's why stegosauruses Dinosaurs. are, Dinosaurs are the most costly. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it shows you the attention I was paying to any of your stories. <laughs> so does that mean T-Rex is, like, just cheap, or are they just expensive on name cheap. recognition? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They so, have a lot of feathers on their back. Have you seen those little arms? Yeah, like, that's, that's true. That's cheap as hell. But, yeah, arms aren't on the back, yeah. Yeah. So now that we've rolled our commendation dice, you're going to roll your citation dice. Here are how citation dice work. Remember how I said – wait, I don't think I said it. Citation dice are bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, No. <laughs> Even one citation dice can tank your chances at a promotion. Or it can do literally nothing because algorithms are complicated. (laughs) Here's how this is going to work. You're going to roll your citation dice. If even one citation dice matches one of the numbers that you rolled, all of the commendation dice of that number go away. So if you roll one six on a citation, all your sixes go away. I thought I was doing relatively well (laughs) because I had so many commendation dice. But... Odds are I'm going to lose everything. <laughs> it's real likely. And then, so after you've done that, I'm going to ask you to, uh, we'll go around the table after you've rolled your dice. You're going to be looking for three pieces of information. Your high number from zero to six. If all of your dice are wiped out, you have a zero. How many of that high number you have? So if you have two sixes, tell me two sixes. And how many commendation dice have not been wiped out by your citation dice? Once you roll your citation dice, they disappear into the ether. Does that make sense, everybody? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Let me know when you've rolled your dice, and we'll run through the table. It's almost like these mechanics are familiar somehow to 
a game I just can't place. Yep. What mm-hmm. other game that could have been? Well, if you we spend, can't place it, it probably it, wasn't very important. Just spend, it, it was spend, monumental in the world of RPGs. <laughs> I just can't place ah uh, what that was. Spend some time spend some time reflecting on that I, and then we'll get to the actual uh, thing. <laughs> Uh, that will be five dollars, please. Uh, you can send that to PayPal at Jim McClure. Yep, that's fair. For use of the word reflections. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Darcy, what what was your final dice result? Uh, Indigo had uh, two sixes as their top top dice, mm-hmm. and they were they had four total uh, commendation dice remaining. Okay, great. Um, Scooter, how many dice did you have? What was your what was your final result? Uh, that was top of two sixes with Damn. five total commendation what? dice remaining. Damn kids the intern all right um chip what'd you have uh a, a gentleman's one five uh with four <laughs> commendation dice remaining all right <laughs> and dennis mm, dennis top dice was one four with three commendation dice remaining very oh, good dennis <laughs> very bye very dennis good. very 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 good okay Oh, I'm very happy with this. Okay, great. <laughs> now we have our next. Now we have our next steps meetings. Um, everyone, thank you so much for coming. We've had some time to clean up the room. I see uh, there was one slice of cake remaining, and I got to tell you, it's absolutely delicious. <laughs> Face cake. Um, so uh, we've got some next steps meetings. We're going to run through real quickly because I want to get us all out of here and get you on your way on your Saturday. Um, Wait, was the face cake the Butch Fatale? Did we establish that or not? No, the face Mm-mm. cake is is a picture of Agent 69 oh, 69. his family. It's very nice. It's lovely. It's a lovely photo. I have a League of Legends team meeting that I have to get to soon. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll get you on your way. You'll be there with plenty of time for your League of Legends meeting. Uh, Dennis. Yes. Your management now. Mm-hmm. You were management, I should say. You were. Our expectations Uh-oh. of you were exponentially higher than that of a normal of a normal agent. Uh huh. Unfortunately, it just seemed like you should have known the per diem. You're the numbers guy. That's your thing. And it seems like you, you just let that slip. We can't really have that be on our management. So we are going to have to burn you. I'm sorry. Burn. Um, we are. Is this all of your assets have been frozen. Your identity okay. has been wiped. You're being given a new, a new, a new identity. You're being dumped out in Florida. Do you, do you think she likes Florida? I, she might. <laughs> you, you are going to be introduced to a wacky cast of characters, and you're going to have a lot of time to solve crimes with your new friends. The good news I mean, is, is you will. Patel's okay. arms were very tan, so yeah. I'm going to assume. They, they, yeah, it might have worked out. Okay. The good news is you're also getting a show on the USA Network, so it works out. This is also true. Characters are and characters are welcome, oh, yes. so it's gonna be great. All right. Well, it's been nice knowing you guys. Which brings us to Chip. Yeah. Chip. Yes, sir. Um, unfortunately, um, because of sort of the looming app apocalypse that you may or may not have inadvertently started by forming this father-son relationship with Chad Kincaid, right? Uh, we are now. We are actually revoking your field agent status. You're being retired to a desk job, but we want you to know that there is actually a position in our sales department. It, it's a it's a considerable pay cut. Okay. But with your with your background in sales, it seems like it might be a better fit for you than than field agent duty. Uh, I have a question about commission. Um, there is no commission. You're 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 working for us now. The sales are for us, not really for you on an individual level. 
And just a tear rolls down his eye. <laughs> which brings us to um, which brings us to Indigo. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a lot of hard discussions today. A lot yes. of a lot of difficult things have happened. Um, you know, a lot of things didn't go our way in this mission. My but, arm feels uh, weird after the bowling. Yep, so sure. That's pretty hard on me. We want you to know that the promotion is yours. <gasps> Congratulations. Oh my gosh. Florida oh. ceiling windows, corner office, company credit card, only use it for emergencies. <laughs> but you know of what an emergency course. is, right? Of course. Oh, we're, we're happy to have you on the team. Assuming you're you and not a clone. That's <laughs> a safe assumption. We've proved right. it right here in this room. That's fair. It, it, incontrovertible evidence. I want a new, uh, I, I want a new uh, call sign. Spitfire. That's fair. Call <laughs> sign Spitfire. It's done. Which, uh, which brings us to Scooter. You fucking noob. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the Discord channel for my League of oh, Legends team. That's fair. Well, <laughs> at hey, the same hey, time, put, put the phone we're running long. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. We have to talk. Listen, I'm sure you heard about the promotion because it happened what? right next to you. But um, I want you to know that um, we value your performance in this assignment. We think that you did a great job, and because of that, you are actually being deemed. Too valuable for low-risk missions such as this. You are being given Alpha Omega 7 level clearance. This is the what? highest security clearance that our agents have to offer. Um, this is the best reward that we can offer to an agent on the field. It is the highest promotion that you can get. Does that come with a new email? It does come with a new email, but that's partially because, and that's right when the black bag goes on your head. <laughs> and you are dragged off to an undisclosed facility uh, somewhere in international waters where for the next two years you are broken down physically and mentally rebuilt hard mentally (laughs) rebuilt into a soulless killing machine and deployed on the highest risk of missions imaginable missions with approximately a 98.7% lethality rate congratulations mission accomplished I'm so proud wow. tell what me his call scooter. sign remains scooter <laughs> and that's mission uh, accomplished oh that was delightful oh, Jeff thank, thank you, you. Yes. thank you so much this was so much fun that's a commendation dice to you my friend <laughs> thank you no one has ever given mission control a commendation <laughs> dice uh, if y'all want to give your own commendation dice to Jeff in the form of money, you can go find this project on Kickstarter right now. It's already funded. It's going through stretch goals as we speak. Uh, it's a delightful game uh, that definitely should be at your table. Um, and you can check all that out in the show notes or just search Mission Accomplished on Kickstarter. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with After the War. I want to send out a huge thank you to Jim McClure, one of my best friends, and basically one of my brothers, for editing this week's episode. Normally, I do all the editing here on One Shot, but with the wild string of cons that I had to deal with this year, I am extremely appreciative to have the help. If you like this and you want more great One Shot content, be sure to become a Patreon subscriber. For just $5 a month, you get access to the Secret Archive. That includes bonus content from shows like One Shot and Campaign. And if we manage to hit $7,500 a month, it'll include the first episode of our Bin Bon and Jubna sequel series. An all-new actual play series revolving around everyone's favorite Tatooine underachievers. And if that doesn't convince you you should back, you should check out some of the other wonderful shows in on the One Shot Network. Like Campaign. 
Campaign is an actual play podcast exploring long-form role-playing. The current campaign, Skyjacks, takes place in an original setting inspired by the music of the Decemberists, folktales, and classic adventure fiction. Join Liz Anderson, John Patrick Cohen, Tyler Davis, Johnny O'Mara, and Game Master, James D'Amato, as they tell a tale of daring sky pirates. Also, it's basically an elaborate retelling of Weekend at Bernie's. Just search for Campaign or James D'Amato on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week I want to thank and this week I want to thank everyone who voted in the 2018 midterm elections. A single election didn't fix everything, and that's a hard political truth that we have to deal with. If you want to make changes and improve the world, you have to keep showing up every time. But I want to emphasize the fact that the 2018 midterms were incredible gains. For one thing, the Republican Party lost control of the House of Representatives. Amongst other things, that means people like my mother are not going to be losing their health insurance. That is going to mean a remarkable difference to so many people's lives. And it's thanks in part to activism by listeners like you. That activism doesn't stop at elections. To keep the ball rolling, I recommend everyone call their representatives about issues that they care about. When I call my representatives, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five calls.org. There you can find summaries for important issues affecting the country, along with contact information for your representatives, and a script to read while you're on the phone to make sure you get your point across clearly. Calling takes just a few minutes, and it's a great first step for deepening your activism. Thank you so much, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.